0: Hallelujah, let's praise the Lord together. Hallelujah, He is holy. There's none like our Jesus. There's none like Him. There's none like the Lord. Who is great? Who is great or mighty like Him? None. There's none like our God. Would you clap your hands unto the Lord, all ye people? Praise the Lord. The presence of the Lord is in this place today, and I believe the Lord is going to do a mighty work in this service. Without a doubt, God is here. If I could turn your attention to Isaiah chapter 43. This is the word that the Lord placed in my heart for this service specifically. And my prayer is is that you will receive what the Lord has given In Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 18, Isaiah has been given a word from the Lord, not only for himself, but for the people of God. They were going to need this word in the midst of captivity. But I believe not only for Israel, but I believe this word is applicable to you and I today. The Lord spoke and said in verse 18, "'Remember ye not the former things, "'neither consider the things of old. "'Behold, I will do a new thing. "'Now it shall spring forth. "'Shall you not know it? "'I will even make a way in the wilderness.'" and rivers in the desert. The Lord said, Isaiah, I need you to do something if you're going to get to the next level. If my people are going to get to where I want them to go, they've got to get their eyes off of the former things and place their attention upon the new thing that I am about. To do. How many of you this morning want to see that new thing that the Lord has for you? God said, I will do a new thing. Would you put your Bibles down and lift up your hands and voices unto the Lord? And let's once again just call upon His name. Jesus, we thank you for your presence today, we thank you for what you've already done. We pray that your will would be done. More than anything else, more important than anything we do, let your will be done. Speak to every person. Let every person in this place hear your word for them in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray Would everyone say in Jesus' name and give the Lord a hand clap of praise once again. (laughs) Praise God. Praise the Lord. God bless you. You may be seated. Oftentimes you hear people speak the words of Jesus that we should seek the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek his righteousness. Jesus said in Luke chapter 12, he was telling the people, don't seek for what you will eat or what you're going to drink. What you're, going to be, what, what you're going to put on, what you're going to wear, or be of a doubtful mind. Jesus said specifically, but rather seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. And oftentimes we stop at that particular point. But let me remind you, Jesus had a little bit more to say about that topic. He said, if you're going to seek the kingdom of God, the very next verse he says, fear not. Because make no mistake about it, when you seek the kingdom, when you put the kingdom of God first, everything that can attack you will attack you. Jesus said, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Jesus wanted to encourage his people that, listen, no matter what comes your way, do not fear, but set your eyes upon the kingdom. Set your eyes upon what is most important. And if I could remind you of that this morning, church, uh, don't get so wrapped up in what you don't have. Uh, Don't get wrapped up in the cares of this life. But let's place our focus and our attention on the kingdom of God because there's nothing more important than his kingdom. Our kingdom will pass away, but his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Why not put everything that we could put in this life into and for that kingdom? You know, I heard it said that someone had written that they had found 365 fear-nots in the Bible. I don't know if I've found all of those fear knots, but there are quite a few fear knots that you can find in the Bible. But you know what? I believe that every time God shows up, every time He speaks to His people, he need, it almost seems like He needs to calm us down and say, look, take it down a notch. Everything's going to be all right. Do you know why? Because it's so easy in this flesh to get worked up. It's so easy in this flesh to get overwhelmed. It's easy in the flesh to get full of fear and, 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 and anxiety of what's going on today. The Bible even tells us that men's hearts will fail them. Why? For fear, looking After those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven, Jesus said, shall be shaken. Fear is being used in this hour. Listen, it's not going to get less, but the fear that's being put on, the fear that's being Pressured upon people today. It's not going to get less, but it's going to continue to pressure. Jesus said men's heart will fail for fear of what's coming upon the face of the earth. But listen, Jesus wants us to know in the church you don't have to fail in fear, but you can build up your faith. You could trust in the Lord. You could be strengthened in your trust in Almighty God. Don't let what's coming upon this earth give you you fear don't let what's happening in our world fill your mind and fill your heart with doubt but believe in his word trust in the Lord keep your faith in him and don't let anything shake it if you're going to do that give God praise because there's an attack against God's people to instill them with the spirit of fear I know it's a very small example, but I will tell you as I was in Dallas this week, every time I flew and I got on a plane, the, the, the stewardess will meet you when you board the plane now with a little alcohol wipe, and, and they're passing it out to everyone, and, and I just walked by, no, thank you, I don't need that, and the, the last one that I said, no, thank you, they had to ask me again, and I'm, no, thank you, I, I don't need that little alcohol wipe to go wipe down my seat, I'm not going to live in that kind of fear and anxiety now. Listen, I want you to understand what I'm saying. I'm not going to live recklessly, and I'm not going to live unwisely, but I'm not going to be led by a spirit of fear. I'm not going to be led by worry about everything that could happen. Do you realize if you leave your house, and I say today in 2020, if you leave your house, uh, do you realize what could happen that can kill you? In fact, if you stay home, your spouse Now I'm really getting you. Your children. Ooh, they may have you tied up before too long and holding you hostage. But listen, I don't want to live and be led by a spirit of fear. I read in my Bible where the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him. And delivereth them. As I sat in my seat on that plane, did a little bit of reading, waiting, waiting for the boarding to finish, I, I recognized the guy in front of me, and he had that disinfectant wipe. And he wiped down, now he had no gloves, but he wiped down the back of the seat. He wiped down the seat belt buckles, the, the cloth around the seatbelt buckles. He wiped down the bottom of the seat. He wiped even the, the, the tray table. He wiped inside the tray table. He wiped the front of that seat. He even sat back and wiped the AC vents. <laughs> I sat there amazed. I, I watched him, and I'm thinking, after he was done, he took that, that little wipe and he, he put it in the, in the trash, and I, I realized, wait a minute, you, you were touching everything with the other hand. And now you have touched all of your your tablet, your phone, and and everything else. I mean, with every good attempt, it, it seems like you just canceled everything out. He may have very good reason. And again, I want to make sure you understand, I don't ridicule him in a sense for that. But I don't want to live... In, a, in an attitude of fear. I, I don't know if I had 12 hours if I could wipe an airplane seat enough to get everything off of it. But there is one thing I do know. If I am taken from this life, I've been born again of the water and of the Spirit. His name is on my life. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I've been filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. If God so chooses, today is my last message, and he takes me home. I say, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Because listen, that's not the end of me. That's not the end of me. But I'm going to live on in eternity. I'm going to live on to be with my Jesus forever. Would you clap. Would you praise God? Would you thank the Lord? This isn't all there is. This is not all there is. Jesus said watch out. Don't get that way. Don't don't get wrapped up in everything else in this society. Even the psalmist knew this well. He said, I'm forgotten as a dead man out of mine. I'm like a broken vessel, he said. He said, I was captivated by when man tried to attack and, and man tried to destroy me and man tried to, to put me down. The psalmist said, listen, I put my trust in the Lord. I didn't stop believing. I didn't stop trusting in God, but rather I continued to trust in the Lord and the Lord always came through. The Lord always made a way. And this morning I want to remind you that the Lord is going to do a new work. The Lord's going to do something new. Just as he tried to encourage Israel, I believe he's trying to encourage the church today. Don't get wrapped up in the cares of this life but trust in the Lord. Wait upon him Don't get caught up in a spirit of fear. The psalmist said fear was on every side. But listen, but I trusted in thee, O God. Thou art my God. I trusted in thee. If you place your trust in the Lord, you will never, you will never be let down. Do you know why? Because if you trust in the Lord, you know like Job knew and understood, the Lord giveth. And the Lord taketh away. Not the devil. He said the Lord. It's, it was the Lord. But blessed be the name of the Lord. And the opening of, of Isaiah 43, the Lord speaks to Isaiah and gives him this word. He says, but now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by name, thou art mine. There's a lot of fear today. There's a lot of fear, as I mentioned earlier. There's one thing, listen, when man tells you to fear not, but it's another thing when God says, fear not. I may be able to tell you fear not this morning. That may not carry very much weight, but when God says, fear not. You know, we are limited in our resources But God's not limited in his resources. If he says, fear not, you can rest upon that word. It's not man's word, it's God's word. I believe just as he told Isaiah that, listen, I created you, I formed you. It's that same confidence that Elisha had when he was surrounded round about with horses and chariots, a multitude, a host against them. He had to tell his servant, listen, fear not. For they that be with us are more than they that be with them. In 2020, I'm making that same declaration. If God be for us, who can be against us? When I was Lance Corporal Strobel, this is 19 years old, probably 19, 20-year-old Strobel, Lance Corporal, me, long time ago. We had at our unit fighter pilots that, that came and spoke to us to uh, give us some leadership lessons, and, and these pilots were not just any pilots, but they were Marine pilots who in the Gulf War, and some of the young people, this was in the 1900s, the 1900s and 90, 91, that, <laughs> the late 1900s. It was something called Desert Storm and Desert Shield. And, and these Marine pilots not only were, were shot down, but they were held captive. They were POWs, and their faces were on the TV at the time. And they came to our unit, and they taught us and, and uh, gave us some good leadership lessons. But my task was to load them up in a van and make sure they get to the airport. Now, Gunny didn't tell me to make sure they were alive when they got to the airport. But he just said, get them in the van and get them to the airport. They piled in the van, and as I began to drive, everything's going good. I had to make a couple turns here and there and some maneuvers here and there and, uh, uh, you know, speed up a little bit here and there. Then all of a sudden, I began to hear click, 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 click. You know what they were doing? All those fighter pilots, POWs, been beaten, Survive war all of a sudden they're in the back of a van and some Lance Corporal crazy Lance Corporal Strobel's driving them in the van All of a sudden seat belts are going click 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 You know why? They didn't have very much confidence uh, that I was going to get them there alive. I got them there alive. I I wasn't responsible for killing those POWs. They made it to the airport at least. Uh, But listen, when they looked at me, they said, I can't put a lot of confidence in that Lance Corporal. I don't know if I'm going to make it out of here, but I'm going to put that seatbelt on, uh, and that seatbelt may help me get out of this jam uh, until we get to the airport. Listen, uh, my confidence is not in man. Uh, My confidence is not in a government. Uh, My confidence is not in... In anything other than the Lord. I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart. I'm not going to lean to my own understanding, but I'm going to trust in Him at all times. Would you clap again and give God praise? We can have confidence in a God who tells us today, Fear not. He tells Isaiah, Lip, this is why you should not fear. He told Isaiah, the first thing he said, I have redeemed thee. He said, I have redeemed thee. Not yet, but he was speaking as though it was already done. And I wonder this morning that what God has already done meets up with us in this service before you leave. I know! I know some people are waiting for some other date or some other time when, when when something else happens or some other conditions happen, but what if God chose today as the day that that new thing that he's been wanting to do in your life happens before you leave this service? You haven't experienced everything yet. You haven't received every answer from God yet. You haven't been uh, received all that God wants to do yet, but keep trusting. Keep believing and don't be led by a spirit of fear. God said, Isaiah, I have redeemed thee. It, you and I, we have a death sentence when we t- before we even take our first breath. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Even Peter tells us, listen, you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things. But thanks be to God, we weren't redeemed with any kind of corruption or corruptible things of this world. But we were redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. As a lamb without blemish and without spot, Isaiah, there's a redemption that's going to happen. It's going to happen for Israel. But listen, there's something even greater than that redemption. It is when Jesus dies upon a cross and he's buried in a tomb. He rises again. Listen, There is a redemption of his people. There is a price that has to be paid. It's going to be great. I know you can't hardly believe it now, but it's coming. He told Isaiah, I have called thee by name. It's just as when Jesus called Nathanael. And Nathanael couldn't understand it. He said, how do you know me? Jesus said, look, before Philip even called you, I knew you. I saw you under that fig tree. Zacchaeus, come on down from that tree. I'm going to go to your house today. I'm going to abide with you today. How did you know my name, Jesus? I knew you before you got up in that tree. (laughs) Do you recognize the power in the fact that he knows your name? You may not have power and influence in this life, The president probably hasn't reached out to you this morning to check on you. But my Jesus, who has all power in heaven and in earth, he knows my name. I redeemed you. I know your name. But listen, he takes it a step further. He said, thou art mine church we are his and the best place to be in this hour is the church you know why the church is his the church doesn't belong to the united pentecostal church the church doesn't belong to an organization the church doesn't belong to man the church belongs to him He said, you are mine. You know how we know? Paul said, we were bought with the price. We are his. The psalmist said, know you not that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Jesus said this powerfully. He said, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but I pray for them. I pray for them which you have given me, for they are thine, and all of mine are thine, thine are mine, and I am glorified. Jesus said that all of these that you've gave me, they are yours. I'm so thankful that I am his. That's why I don't want to be led by a spirit of fear. I am his. I don't belong to the enemy. I don't belong to this world. I am his. And if you are bound with the spirit of fear this morning, it's something that's tormenting your heart and your mind. I pray against that right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Would you lift your hands right now all over this place? And if you've been tormented by a spirit of fear that says that God has left you, that God God has forgotten that God is not going to be your help, that you're not good enough uh, to receive the blessings and help of God. Uh, I come against it in the name of Jesus, uh, and I speak the word uh, that you are his. Uh, you are his, uh, and he knows you by name. The answer to fear. How do you respond to fear? It's very simple. The answer to fear is I am his. I've been overwhelmed with fear. I have had times where I've been completely overwhelmed with fear. If you live long enough, it'll happen. But you have to recognize that you are his. And he doesn't want your decisions based upon what fear says. What fear puts in your heart. But we ought to be led by the spirit and not the spirit of fear. There are those that are looking at 2020. (laughs) It's almost over. (laughs) We're getting there. Who knows what's next? But there are those that are looking back to 2019 and saying, I wish we were back there, or I wish we were at some other point in time While there are others that are praying, simply come, Lord Jesus. I don't want to be looking back, but I want to be praying right now, come, Lord Jesus. If there's not a 21, come, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, if it's your will this year, come this year. But Lord, I know right here now you could still do a new thing. The Lord was trying to tell Isaiah, listen, there's going to be some rough days ahead for you and and my people. But I want you to know in verse 2 when thou passest through the waters not if not if Isaiah there's hard times coming and when you pass through the waters I will be with thee I will be with thee through the rivers they shall not overflow thee and when thou walkest Not running through the fire. Not running because of the difficulties, because of the pressure, because of the trials. Do you realize what the Lord is trying to tell us today? That listen, when you go through it, when you're in the midst of it, I am am with you, I am with you to the point that when you are in the fire, you're not running to get out of it. But he said specifically, when you walkest through or in the fire. Right. I don't know about you, I've been burned here or there, and wherever that flame is, I want to remove myself from it as quickly as possible. When I was a kid, that flame was my grandparents' house. I walked in, it was uh, 85 degrees, and you could hardly breathe. Get out of the way. Get out of the house. My goodness, put the air on in this place. It's 100 degrees outside in Louisiana. Turn the A.C. on. Listen. God says, you may be in the midst of the fire, but when you understand that I am with you, you can walk through the fire and you shall not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. You remember when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were tossed into that furnace of fire. Listen, Nebuchadnezzar said, look, I see four men loose." But he said, not only loose, he said, I see four men loose walking in the midst of that fire. That just blows my mind because you and I would have been trying our best to get out of that place, to get out of that. But when you realize he's walking with me in the midst of this fire, when he's walking with me in the midst of this trial, when he's walking with me in the midst of 2020, when he's walking with the church in the midst of trouble and trial, we know that everything's going to be all right. He is with us. (laughs) I like what one man said. He said, walking is the pace at which you go when you're not in a hurry. When you're not concerned or alarmed, when you're not burdened or anxious, that's when you walk and you're not running. Isaiah even spoke and said, Isaiah 28 and 16, he that believeth shall not make haste. How many of us are praying, even as the psalmist prayed, Make haste, O God. You know what that means in our modern English? Hurry up, God. Hurry up, God. But the Lord said, Don't remember those former things. Neither consider the things of old. And when you look at what God is saying, it's remarkable because even in the midst of their captivity, God is saying, I want to speak a new thing into your life. If you think about what Israel had witnessed in their past when he says, forget about those things. Don't look back to those things. Think about for generation after generation, God had delivered them mightily from the Egyptians. He brought them through the Red Sea. He he led them out of the wilderness. He destroyed those pursuing Egyptians in the Red Sea. If you look at all of that, God is saying, if you stack all of that up, Consider this, I want to do a new thing. In other words, he's saying, look, if you get so wrapped up in what I have done in the past, you will not be able to receive the new thing I want to do today. Israel could always boast of what God did for them yesterday, and they had a right to boast in their God and what God had done. But God, out of his own mouth, said, Consider not those former things. He wasn't telling them that they weren't important and they weren't good, but if you and I are not careful like them, we memorialize what God has done, and we forget that he wants to do something even greater today. Sometimes people are just simply stuck on the past. And I just want to spend 30 seconds here, and I'll leave it very quickly. There are some people who are walking time machines. You talk with them, and they are not 2020. They are some other point in time in life They are living it, reliving it, and they can't move forward. But God is trying to tell the church this morning, no matter how good it was, no matter how much it was great of how I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians, God says, I want to do a new thing. And I want to allow God to do some new things in my life. Don't make an idol out of the things of the past. Your past should not hinder you to the new thing God wants to do in and through you. The Apostle Paul so wisely told us, I don't count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, I'm forgetting those things which are behind and I'm reaching forth unto those which are before. I'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He tells the church today, if you are in Christ, listen, if you are in Christ, you're not an old creation. You're not an old creature, but you are a new creature, a new creation. He said all things are become new. Those old things have been what? Had they been passed away, but everything happened has become new. God did a new thing in your life when he filled you with the Holy Ghost. If you've never received the Holy Ghost, you could have that new thing this morning. You could be filled with his spirit. You could speak in tongues as the Holy Ghost. Guess God gives you the utterance. You could speak in new tongues. You could have your life transformed by the power of the gospel. A new thing. But if Israel's gonna see it, you gotta get your eyes off of yesterday and get your eyes on what God's trying to show you right here, right now. Just as the apostle said, I I gotta forget those things which are behind. I gotta reach, I gotta press, I gotta continue to seek. It's interesting that the Lord said this about that new thing He said, It shall spring up. Have you ever walked outside of your house? And all of a sudden in your, in your yard or in the garden or in the grass, those mushrooms all of a sudden are, are everywhere. They weren't there last night. They weren't there yesterday. But the Smurfs were busy. <laughs> all of a sudden, I have children, so we know what the Smurfs are. For all you righteous people, you may not know what they are, but eh, don't look it up, don't bother. They're just little blue people, white hats, it's no big deal. I don't know very much about them. I know something to do with mushrooms. Oh, boy. There it goes. I'm talking about a new thing. Whoo, hallelujah. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost and fire. I'm not talking about any kind of other thing. Forgot where I was going now. God said, "Of oh, that new thing, it's going gonna, it's gonna to what? It's going to spring up. It's going to be there almost as he said, listen, I'm telling you about it. So it's expected, but it's an expected, unexpected thing. That's odd. God says it's expected, but it's going to spring up. It's going to come upon you. It's going to be here. It's going to happen just like I say it's going to happen. That's why when he comes for his church, the world is going to be caught by surprise. But for you and I who are waiting and watching, we're going to be not caught unaware, but we are going to be aware when it happens. He said, behold, I will do a new thing. It shall spring forth, shall ye not know it? Listen, I want to know it. I want to know it. I want to see it. And I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of what God is doing. (laughs) And as I close... He makes this promise. Not only will he do a new thing, but he said, I will even, and if you look at it, he's trying to demonstrate to them, he's going to do something greater than he's done before. He said, I will even make a way in the wilderness. Huh? He said, I will make a way for you even when you're in those rough areas of a wilderness. He said, I will make rivers in a desert for you. If you look at those two landscapes, you may find yourself in one or the other. You may find yourself in a wilderness journey where you cannot see what lies ahead, but you got to continue to press forward. God says, I'm going to lead you. I'm going to make a road I'm going to lead you on that wilderness journey. But listen to this, there's a danger in the desert journey because in the desert landscape, you keep looking ahead, but nothing ever changes. What do you do in a wilderness? I'm going to trust that this road continues to lead me out of this wilderness path. What do I do if I find myself in a desert and seems like everything I do nothing changes? It's just nothing but this sand and nothing but heat and nothing but this trial, nothing but what I'm going through. I, nothing ever changes for me. But no matter where you find yourself today, I believe God has put this word in my heart just simply to remind you that He said, "I will do a new." Would you just stand right now all over this place? Would you lift your hands unto the Lord and just take a moment right now to call out unto the Lord with all of your heart? Because I know that people are dealing with fear today. I, I understand that everybody's dealing with it, but but be aware and and check your heart, your mind, and make sure that you're not being led by a spirit of fear, but 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 you've got you've got the ability to be led by the Spirit of God, to be led by His Spirit. They are the sons of God, and that you are led by the Holy Ghost. Jesus, right now, I pray, in this place, that's it, lift your voice right now. I believe you could receive a new thing in this place before you leave. <speaking> Jesus, I'm not looking back to to stay in yesterday. You have done great things, Lord, yesterday. You've done marvelous things yesterday, Lord, but I believe you want to do something new today, something greater. Something greater, Lord. You spoke to us yesterday, but Lord, I'm praying speak greater today. I'm saying, Lord, you could do more today. You're not, Lord, limited. You're not without the ability to do something greater today. In the name of the Lord Jesus that's it call out unto the Lord call out unto his name you can leave here today with encouragement the strength of God the peace of God yeah he knows you're in a wilderness journey but trust in him he's going to lead you out of that place Jesus Jesus Consider not consider not but lord it doesn't make it doesn't make a lot of sense that we should forget those things. No. You just need to put your eyes. expectation of what I'm about to do because what I'm about to do is a new thing in this hour I just feel the Holy Ghost right now you don't have to do anything special but if you want to lift your your voice or your hands and just talk to the Lord right now just entertain this presence don't don't move past this but it's a moment of the presence of the Lord swept through this place it's in this place right now it's in this place right now. That's it. He knows your name. He's the one that has redeemed you. He's paid the price for it. You are his. Jesus. Jesus. shut up. that's it that's it right where you are you can receive a touch from the lord right where you are I, I, it, this is a different altar call right now but right where you are those chains that have been on your mind and of your heart the tormented thoughts that keep coming to you continually can be removed right now in the name of the lord jesus Jesus yes Jesus (laughs) oh You can be taken from your past, you can, your mindset that's stuck in the past, that, that, that mindset that you can't let go of, of those hurtful things that happened in the past. You can't let go of those things that have happened to you in the past. God wants to take that from you today and say he can redeem you. He can renew your mind. He can give you the peace you need this morning, church. You don't have to leave the same way that you came. Hallelujah. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. Right here. Right now. It's going to spring up. It's going to spring up. It's going to happen. In Jesus' name, I open this altar right now. Maybe you want to take a step out from where you are. Maybe you just want to stay, take a step out and just and walk and seek the Lord and maybe worship God. Would you do that right now? If you feel comfortable leaving the spot where you are, if you're comfortable leaving that place, uh, just take advantage of the presence of the Lord right now. Take advantage of what's in this house or what has entered into this place. I, 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 I know that it, this is a little different. I know it's a little bit unique. But, but listen, the presence People's of God is here. And if you will entertain me, that presence, if you will entertain what God wants to do right now, it will change me. your life. I won't feel I'm filled with the Lord. comes no weapon can harm me we hope you enjoyed this message please reach out to us if you have any questions we can be found at firstpent.org that's f-i-r-s-t-p-e-n-t dot org. if you're ever in Pensacola, Florida We hope you visit us. Be blessed in Jesus' name.